0: Still awake, my little lord? Aye, the weather is fretful tonight, making sleep and dreams fretful as well. Perhaps a story to settle your slumber, hmm? Huh? What do you say? You want a scary story? That's hardly the thing to make you fall asleep. Well, oh, very well, very well, as my little lord commands. There are places in this world that are cursed. Places where crimes have occurred of such unspeakable atrocity and blackest sorcery that its evil infects the very rocks, casts foul shadows over the place like a rotted shroud and seeps deep into the souls of those who lived there. One such cursed place is the ruinous old castle known as Nightfort. It was the first watch castle on the ward, and the largest, built by men from long ages past ...from the black basalt rock torn from the earth and the cold, hard ice of the wall. There are ghosts there. Old ghosts, from before even King Aegon the Dragon's time. But by the old King's time, Castle Nightfort had been long abandoned... ...left to the rats and the dust and the ghosts... ...and other much worse things called by the evil power of the curse. When the sun begins to set and the shadows of the fallen towers lengthen and the wind blows, sending armies of dead leaves marching across the courtyard to scratch at the doors and windows. That's when the cursed, tormented things trapped in the castle arise. All the old stories agree that the curse first fell upon the castle because of the cook and the appalling crime he committed down in the castle kitchens. The cook's reasons for his vengeance has been lost in time, but there is no doubt that he was the one who snatched the son of the Andal King from his bed and dragged him down into the kitchens, with its huge brick ovens gaping open like hungry mouths, the rusted meat hooks, the scarred and blood-stained butcher's block. There the cook murdered the prince chopped him up to pieces, then baked him in a meat pie with onions, carrots, mushrooms, lots of pepper and salt, a rasher of bacon, and a dark red Dornish wine. Then he served the dish to the Yandal king. Was said he enjoyed it so much he had a second slice. For this unforgivable crime the gods cursed the cook transforming him into a monstrous white rat with blood-red eyes, condemned to only eat his own young. He still roams night to this very day, devouring his children, the rats. But his hunger is never sated. It was not for murder the gods cursed him, nor for serving the Andal King, his son, in a pie. A man has a right to vengeance. But he slew a guest beneath his roof, and that the gods cannot forgive. Once, Nightfort was home to a thousand men, knights of a brotherhood sworn to protect the gentle southern lands from the bloodthirsty wildling hordes, giants, and white walkers who haunt the north beyond the wall. There came a day when seventy-nine of the knights broke their vows, deserters who rode the southern lands as outlaws. One of them was the youngest son of Ryswell, lord in the Barrowlands. Thinking that Lord Ryswell would never turn in his own son, they sought refuge at his castle. But Ryswell was a true man of the north, a man of honor and duty. So he captured the seventy-nine, including his beloved son, and returned them to Nightfort. As punishment for deserting their posts in life, the Lord Commander sentenced them to stand watch forever. He had seventy-nine deep holes cut in the top of the wall. He put the deserters in them one by one, and sealed them up alive in the ice, each facing north. The seventy-nine sentinels, as they came to be called, would keep watch for enemies from Nightfort's walls forever. Seventy-nine armor-clad skeletons, entombed in the black ice wall, with spears and war horns clutched in white bone hands. When Lord Ricewell was old and dying, he took the black at Nightfort. They cut out one more hole in the ice for him, so he could stand beside his son for all time. For though he sent him to his doom for honour's sake, he loved him still. And their ghosts share the watch to this very day. Those were just the first of many atrocities that were committed within the cold black stone walls of Castle Nightfort. And they were not even the worst. That tale is whispered of the man known only as... The Night King. He was the 13th Lord Commander, a warrior who knew no fear. And that was the fault in him, for all men must know fear. One night he looked down from his castle walls and saw a mysterious woman walking in the moonlight. Her skin was as white as the moon, her eyes burning like blue stars. Fearing nothing, he rode out after her to a dark forest, and there he lay with her, though her skin was cold as ice. As he gave her his seed, she stole his soul from his body, for she was one of the others. The living dead, evil beings with unnatural beauty, who feast on souls and blood. He took her back to Nightfort Castle and made her his queen. Together they practiced the blackest of witchcraft. One by one, people in the town below began to disappear, never to be seen again, sacrificed to the others. A handmaid, a newborn son taken from his cradle, even the king's dear old nanny, all vanished. Demonic laughter and screams would ring out from the commander's tower in the darkest hour of the night, and the people would shudder, wondering who among them would be missing come morning. For thirteen years, the Night King and Corpse Queen ruled the land in fear and sorcery into the Lords of the North, led by Bran the Breaker, united with the wildlings, led by Jormun to rise up and overthrow them. What they found in the Lord Commander's tower sickened even the strongest of them. They destroyed all records of his rule, his very name obliterated, forbidden to ever be spoken. As for the fate of the Night King and the Corpse Queen, they were both burned alive in the castle courtyard. The story goes that as the king screamed his death agonies, the queen laughed, mocking them all, her unnatural blue star eyes burning brighter than the flames. When the bonfires died out, the night king's blackened and twisted body hung from its chains, but of the corpse queen there was no trace. She was gone, the chains empty, as if she had never been there at all. Slowly, over the centuries, Nightfort fell into rot and decay. Whole wings of the castle were abandoned to the ghosts, where the Rat King and thousands of his vermin children crawled and thrived. The Brotherhood of Knights still made it their home, but now scarcely a hundred were left to guard the north, where there once was a thousand. The curse was quiet for many long years, biding its time. Until one night it struck again. That night, a soldier took off his boots, picked up his huge war axe, and slipped without a sound down the castle halls into the bedrooms of each of his brother knights, butchering them in their sleep. He murdered 24 men until one brother woke and screamed before his head was cut off in one blow. The alarm sounded and the knights ran from their beds. It took eight of them to wrestle the madman to the ground, and that's when the curse passed out of him leaving him confused and unknowing of his deeds. He later hung himself from the rafters of his dungeon cell. But they say the ghost called Mad X still prowls the castle halls, looking for more victims. You'll never know if the ghost of Mad X is behind you in the dark, ready to strike, for he walks barefoot, making no sound, except for the slow of blood from his axe, running down his elbows and dripping from the end of his wet, red beard. After that, the curse sunk deep, deep into the roots of the castle, and there it slowly changed into a living, solid thing, an abomination of the purest malice and hate. It rises up every 100 years to stock the halls of Castle Nightfort, and the gods help whoever should lay eyes upon it. Once, four apprentice boys claimed to have seen it, yet they each described it differently, so no one believed them. But before the year was out, three of the apprentice boys died, and the last went mad. One hundred years after that, the thing walked the halls again, but this time, there were four little boys in chains, shambling along after it. There are places in this world that are cursed, and one such place is the ancient castle known as Nightfort. If you should ever enter those gates, walk those haunted halls, then may the gods have mercy on your soul. And there are your scary stories, Bran, as my little lord commanded. It must have made you sleepy since you've snuggled so deep in your blankets I could hardly see your wide eyes peeping out over the top. So, I'll blow out your candle and leave you to your rest, sweet summer child. What? Well, don't blow out the candle. Nonsense, it might burn the whole castle down. There, I'll just take my own candle and leave you all alone in the nice quiet dark. And if you still don't sleep, Perhaps the Night King's ghost will come visit to tell you more scary stories. Didn't you know? The Night King was a Stark of Winterfell, and who could say? Perhaps his name was Brandon. Perhaps he slept in this very bed in this very room. You have so much in common. And with that I'll wish you good night, little lord. Sweet dreams. (laughs)